Hello, folks. And I will tell you, it has been an interesting week here in the central New York and in Kenny's Two Pennies land. And I will tell you, I'll get right to it, talking about SU's football team. We're 6-0, and baby. We're the first time since that magical season in 1987. Yep, the year of Donnie McPherson, the year of Ted Gregory, and the year that we almost had a perfect season if Pat Dye hadn't decided to go for the tie in the Sugar Bowl. Of course, it would have been a tall order that year had we gotten the national title. Miami and Jimmy Johnson and his perfect hair got the national title. But you know what? That's, a, that's the way the ball bounces. But I am going to talk about it now, because you know what? For the first time in four years, we're going to a bowl game. But it all, how we finish the season is going to determine which bowl game we're going to. Because we definitely have a big plate on our hands coming up. But first, let's talk about the win over North Carolina State. A big 24-9 win. Certain skeptics might say, because Devin Leary, their All-American all quarterback, was out, and, a, and he's also, I should say, he's been lost for the season because of a torn pectoral muscle. Chambers came in for the Wolfpack. He came from Charleston Southern. But the thing is, he didn't exactly do a dance. He showed he's a little mobile, but he didn't exactly act like Sylvester the Cat. Tra-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tra-la-la-la-la-la-la. Charleston, Charleston. Anybody, Charleston? But then he sees Elmer Fudd. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he was Sylvester. The SU defense was Elmer Fudd. And we showed, hey, you came to the Loud House, North Carolina State. You left with your tail between your legs. And of course, when the wolf pack doesn't get a kill, then they go hungry. And you gotta wonder what the Wolf Pack are gonna do. But now you wonder, Syracuse 6-0. And, oh, and we're heading down to Clem Clemson Memorial Stadium to take on Big Bad Clemson. Of course, they call that place Death Valley. And they, they just figured things out for Syracuse fans to travel down there to hopefully watch us beat the Tigers. It's gonna cost a grand. But you know what? It actually will be grand if Syracuse can go down there and take care of Clemson. Dabo Sweeney doesn't have Max Venables coaching his defense anymore. Venables has, I think, gone on to Oklahoma. But right now, Oklahoma's struggling. But I will kind of take a moment to say congratulations to Tennessee for knocking off Alabama. But why did you have to tear the goalpost down and carry it down one of Knoxville's main streets? Who knows? I mean, I thought the days of tearing down goalposts kind of had gone away. But I mean, heck, I still remember 40 years ago when Buffalo Bills fans tore down goalposts after beating Miami for the first time in 10 years. Who knew that fans were capable of such destruction? Well, go over to the UK, you'll see destruction. Hell, the Prime Minister apparently is maybe out of a job after six weeks. But I'm getting off on a tangent. 
Pretty good victory by the Orange over North Carolina State. Now let's take down Clemson, shall we? And now I'm also going to talk about something else, Syracuse. The basketball team's practicing is underway, and in a couple of weeks, it'll be time for the season. First, we got to have our two exhibition games. But you know what? I'm going to talk about what Beheim said about the Big Ten compared to the ACC. Yeah, why did he make a big diss about the Big Ten? Because you know what? The Big Ten put, I think, about nine teams in the NCAA tournament last year. The ACC put about five. But you know what? He said none of the Big Ten's teams made it to the Final Four. Well, two, the Blue Bloods, Duke and North Carolina for the ACC, made it into the Final Four. Why don't you just act like a hockey coach, Beheim? Yeah. Why don't you also act like hockey fans, you know? When one t team sucks up the joint, especially when a, we, your team scores on a goalie, why didn't you chant the thing three times? Big Ten, Big Ten, Big Ten, you suck! Why don't you just come out and say it, Beheim? Yeah, the Big Ten sucks. And that's what I'm going to say. Hey, Big Ten, you suck. Heck, I'm hoping Syracuse can take down Illinois on the court when they have the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And you know what? So far, a lot of people are saying SU should rebound from their first losing season in 52 years. You know what? That's the first time in my lifetime SU basketball had a losing season. And hopefully it'll be the last for a while. Way to go to diss the Big Ten, Beheim. You know, I respect you more and more every day. Now I'm going to go from dissing to somebody posterizing. How about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills with a big clutch win over Kansas City? Kind of, you know, get, getting revenge on the 13 seconds. But who thought there was a little bit of deja vu in there right at the end of the first half? There were 16 seconds left after Buffalo scored and Gabriel Davis. You know what? He was the one that got the touchdown in the playoff game with 13 seconds left. But then Kansas City drove right into their kicker, Butker, I should say. And he delivered the field goal to tie the game. And then everybody knows, going into overtime and the way that suck rule happened. Well, you know what? That's this, almost what happened. 16 seconds. They got into Butker's range, and he nailed a 62-yard field goal. That's right, a 62-yard field goal. Who was starting to think that Yogi Berra, Yogi Berra's spirit was probably there? Hmm. It's deja vu all over again. And who thought that Dion Warwick would show up? Deja vu. Could you be the dream that I once knew? Is it you? Yeah, there was a bit of deja vu. But then at the end, Alan showed, hey, this is what posterizing is all about. Who knew that he could compete for the 110-meter high hurdles? on the play before he threw the winning touchdown 
to Dawson, he go, who goes to the school of hard knocks. Well, whatever. Big 24 to 20 win over Kansas City. Now we got a couple of weeks to kind of rest up, get ourselves ready. Because Aaron Rodgers and his beard show up in uh, Orchard Park to take on the Bills. Green Bay comes in, and we got to show that, hey, Green Bay actually isn't as good as we think. And maybe Aaron Rodgers, it's time for you to retire. Maybe grow out, grow your beard almost like a hobo. Because in ways, Aaron Rodgers, you are a hobo. Because, hey, you can get Green Bay to the championship team game a lot of times, but you can't get Green Bay to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you just fall short. Of course, there's some guy who's about to go through a divorce that uh, all, all, always seems to get the better of things. But you know what? He's having trouble. Maybe it's time for him to retire, Brady. You know, maybe you ought to concentrate on your wife a little bit. But hell, she makes a whole lot more money than you do. And speaking of that, I'm going to kind of make mention a couple, a little bit, about the NBA season tipping off. Yep, tonight is the first games of the season for the NBA. And Golden State trying to defend their NBA title against the Boston Celtics. I'm kind of wondering, are we going to see several celebrities courtside tonight? Hell, could we see Kendall Jenner and her pal? Who, know, who, who knew that Christian Louboutin shoes were a great accessory on an NBA court? Is that what Bella Hadid? And also, I mean, seeing a great singer sitting courtside in an all-leather outfit, rocking a Louis Vuitton leather outfit. Hey, can she Adele? We'll see. And I mean, Steph Curry in Golden State. Can they win another title? But another intriguing thing is, can LeBron James set the all-time scoring record, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar this year? It'll be really interesting. And how about the Sabres getting off on a one-and-one -one start? Can finally this be the year that Buffalo breaks their playoff drought in the NHL? It's embarrassing to go 11 years in the NHL and not make the playoffs. Let's hope they can channel the old French connection. Let's hope they can channel Mayday. Let's hope they can channel La 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 La, La Fontaine and finally get to the NHL playoffs. And last but not least, let's talk about Waterloo's student-athletes for October. I'm going to talk a little about Lainey Ford. You know what? She definitely is a chip off of the old block. Her mom and I went to school together, and Jerry Kay is still the great person I've always known her as. But let's talk a few things about Lainey. She definitely is a chip off the old block, fashion-wise. As you know, in her official photo there, she's showing that she's just as religious as her mom. As I mean, her mom also is just as religious. You should see the holy pants that they wear. And also, let's talk about her megawatt smile. Lainey always is smiling, always has a sunny attitude. But you know what? When Lainey smiles, you better brace yourself. But I digress. Lainey is a wonderful young lady. Congratulations, young lady, on that honor. 
and congratulations to John Sablowski, the male athlete of the month for October for Waterloo. You know, if you can cook like your old man, we'll all be a better place. And that's all I gotta say this week. I'm Ken Haas, that's my story, and I am sticking to it. <laughs>